1: Welcome back to Your Next Step. Uh, today, we are talking about love and influence. And, and the reason I want you to know this is we've been doing a series now for several days now. And it's, it's what would it mean for you and I to have an exceptional life? Now, at the core of this series has been this verse in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. Okay. Hmm. How much is the world directing the way you live and how much is God directing the way you live? Happy Valentine's. That's my message for you. See, our world, we're approaching Valentine's tomorrow, okay? And you and I have to wrap our brain around it. And and the the point of Valentine's has been to focus on love. But how do you use love to influence people towards God's kingdom and God's ways? And see, God gave us this exceptional kind of love. That's what we're talking about, exceptional. And I believe that you and I, as just everyday people, if we'll embrace the love that is listed in John three sixteen, the love of God that was so awesome, that was given to the world when we were unlovable. See, that's what it's about. How do you love when the person you need to love is unlovable? Keep listening because we're going to learn how to have exceptional love today. Exceptional people are great at relationships. Exceptional people are those kind of people that that you are drawn to, you want to be around, because they live a life not for themselves. They realize that there's more to life than what's inside of them. They believe that the people around them are valuable. They're important. They're worthy of love. They're to be encouraged. They're to be poured into. See, exceptional people are those kind of people. And that's the kind of people we want to be. And that's what we've been looking at. Now, you also need to know, I'm excited because, folks, we are turning a corner. It's a good corner. There are goodies involved. Because you, you realize that after today, right now you may be relaxed. But if you're not ready, you know, by a certain time on Tuesday night, you're going to be nervous about Wednesday, right? And Thursday and, and all. And see, and, and right now we're relaxed. But guess what? Once we turn that corner, we are headed into this busy, crazy, crazy time. Now I'm not saying that to frighten you. I'm saying that to tell you. If you know what you're headed into, you can make adjustments. You can fasten your seatbelt, right? Uh, A friend of mine took me out for a drive recently. He just bought a a new car with a big engine. That's all I'm going to say to you. He said, buckle up. And see, what we're doing is we're about to buckle up because we believe that we're going to have some exceptional relationships. Now, I think that if you and I will invite God into that, it will empower it in a mighty way. It will, it will adjust everything. I got up early this morning for sunrise. The clouds kept me from seeing the sun. I want to be clear on that. And my walking buddy, Bo, he was not deterred. He is always excited to go on a walk. You know what I'm saying? And we went out we praised God. We thanked God for you. And I thought, you know what? We need to thank God before we head into Thanksgiving. So would you do me a favor right now? I want you to think about what are three things, three things that you are thankful for today? Think about them. Number one, I'm thankful for. Number two, I'm thankful for. Number three, I'm thankful for. You got them in your mind? All right, close your eyes so you don't see your neighbors and don't be distracted by them. Just put your hands up a little bit and I want you to say them out loud. Lord, I thank you for. God, I thank you for this church. Lord, I thank you for the godly people in my life. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thank you that you died on a cross for me. God, I thank you that we live in a nation where we can worship you openly every day of the week at work, in school, no matter where we go. I thank you, God, that you are a good God and that you love me and that you bless me and that I'm important to you. God, I thank you today. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. See... Get your thanks on, because this is this is the week that it starts, and we get to... Listen, you are the only one that has control over your attitude. You are the only one. Choose it. Choose a good one. Pretend you're going to the store, and you're looking through. You're, no, I don't love that one. That Jennifer told me she went shopping last week. I was at home praying and fasting. She said she was as a girlfriend, they said, okay, we have one rule. If you don't love it, you leave it. All right? And see, if you when you get up in the morning and you're getting ready for the day, if you don't love your attitude, you better leave it right at home in the trash can. If you don't love your attitude, but it, let me tell you something. If you start loving grumpiness, it can become a habit and a way of life, and it will be destructive forever. And if you are known as the town grump, you need to repent. Because Thanksgiving's coming, and I might come to your house, all right? Leave the grumpiness in the trash can. Why? Why is this so important? Let me tell you something. This is important, because if you bear the name of Christ and you go around as a grumpy gus, you are hurting my reputation and Jesus' reputation and everybody else in the kingdom of God. Your attitude is a reflection of your Savior and the other believers. Now Let's not go down the, the road of righteous indignation. That's another sermon on another day, all right? Get out your notes. Come on, let's go with me, all right? We're going to be extraordinary. We're going to be exceptional. We're going to be the people that God intended us to be. All right? You got it open? We're gonna. This is our verse. We've been reading it every week. We're going to read it aloud this time. Prepare yourself. All right? Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Go with me. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. When was the last time you ever saw a perfect person? Wow. Did you know you could have perfection? That's an amiable goal. It says that in God, if you and I will choose his way of thinking, his approach to life, and we go to him, what will he do? He'll teach us his will, and it'll be something pleasing. You know, they bring you dinner, and you're like, really, this? Better not say that. You might get smacked. But see, when God brings you his, his will for your life, it's pleasing, and it's perfect. Now, that may mean a change in thinking. That may may be a shift from what I want for my life to what God wants for my life. And and, and so when we step into this, now this is what we've said every week, right? We've said that the way that you and I become exceptional people is that we, we start with the knowledge of who God is. And we go to him and we say, God, I thank you that you're my father, that you love me, that I'm designed by you, that I'm perfectly designed for your purposes and for your plans. And I'm praying, God, that you would pour into me all that you have for me. God, I'm seeking you. I'm looking to you as the source of my life. You're the creator of the universe. You put the super moon in the sky. Then you can take care of me, God. That you are my God, and I pray right now that you will fill me with your love, your peace, your hope, your life, and out of that, that I will be filled to overflowing and begin to impact the world around me. In the name of Jesus, Amen. See, that's why we want to start every day with Jesus. That's why we want to go to Him and we say, God, I just thank you that you're my you're my Daddy in heaven. That you love me, God. I come before you every day because. I'm not ready for this day on my own. I don't have the energy. I don't have the strength. I don't have the wisdom. You fill in the blank. Whatever it is, wherever you are in life, I'm telling you, he has all that you need, and then some. And that's the approach to life. And this week, that's one of that's why that's why we're thankful. We're thankful. Think about what that does. Hey, when was the last time you had somebody look at you and said thank you? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I got, a, I got a note yesterday from somebody. They said, Pastor, I just want to say thank you for what you've been teaching me. And I just want to say, I'm praying for you. I want to encourage you. I want you to know, I'm thankful for you that God has brought I'll tell you what, I like You think I'm not going to be nice to that lady? I can't wait to give, a, give her a big hug. No, why? Because she she blessed me with her thanksgiving. You and I have an opportunity this week to not only thank our Savior and Lord, to honor Him, but thank the people in our lives that God brings into our lives this week. Thank them. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Exceptional love. We're going to learn two principles today that are really important to be exceptional people, and the first is exceptional love exceptional love. And I believe the Bible is the outline for you and I in terms of exceptional love. It teaches us the way we learn what it means to be to be a lover is we go to God and he pours his love into us. He is our establishment of love, okay? As Christians. And John 3:16 is probably the most famous uh, verse in the New Testament in our culture. And it gives us the 3.16 principles, okay? And so that's what we're going to look at today. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever, say whoever, believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Martin Luther, you know, the the one that that started the, the Reformation by nailing his stuff on the... When he read John 3.16, he said, You know, I'm so glad that John 3.16 does not... For God so loved the world... That he gave his son for Martin Luther. Because he said, if it said that, I would believe in my heart, he must be talking about another Martin Luther. Because see he said, if it's being that particular, it couldn't mean me. But because John 3.16 says, all the world, for everyone, he said, when I read that, I knew that included me. Because I am somebody, even if I don't think I'm somebody. See, it doesn't matter what your perspective is on yourself, God still loves you. He gives his love to you, he gave his life for you even before you ask for it. See, that's that's the best gift at all. He gave himself for us. So what are what are the standards of God's love? God's love is unconditional, it's for everybody it's not about a special group of people you don't earn god's love you just are loved that's the way he is number 2 god's love is sacrificial he lays down his life for us number 3 god's love is personable what's that mean that means that it values the person that god's love cares about people think about it whenever jesus whenever jesus tells these stories like you know the story of the the lost sheep where the guy leaves the 99 and goes after the one. He talks about the lost coin. He says this lady lights a lamp. She sweeps the house all night long because she's looking for the one lost coin. And then it talks about the, the, the prodigal son. He says, you know, the son that takes it, goes off. Every one of those stories, they're put in sequence together, and each time it's to bring about the point, because God cares about people. People matter to God. People matter to God. If you have ever any question in your mind, what's the most important thing on God's heart, on God's mind? It's people. And that would include you. And that would include me. Now, this is God's message. God said, I love you so much I stepped into the world personally to get that to you. Now, this is why this season is so important to you and I. Because over the next five weeks, our culture is going to be open To the love of Jesus Christ. It's going to be open to talking about God. Our culture is open right now. Our culture is willing for you to walk around and be thankful. Our culture is willing for you to say Merry Christmas. Oh, some may rub back, but guess what? That's a very small minority. Do not let them win. They need your love too. And see... The reason God stepped into our world was to make sure we got the message personally. He didn't send a text. He didn't send an email. He came personally to show up. Now then what does He do? He takes you and I and He says, Now listen, I need you to go in My name. Wherever you go, I am with you. The Father and I are in you. If you know Me, then you know the Father. Now what's Jesus saying? Christ Jesus in you is the hope of glory. Wherever you go as a Christ follower, you are the one introducing the world around you to Jesus. See, exceptional people recognize that it's no longer my life, it's no longer me, it's Christ who lives in me. And I have a mandate. I have a mandate to beat down old Doyle and his nasty ways. And not let him shine through, but my 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 goal is to be translucent, so they can see Christ Jesus in me, and see that's the invitation of God. He's personable. Keep going. He's acceptable. He's easy to eat. This is a pill that goes down sweet. That's why every week we say if you're a guest we're so glad you're here we want to say thank you for coming we got a jar of jelly for you because God's love is both free and sweet it's acceptable it's something that is palatable all these people that make make make, make God into a list of things that you got to do and don't do they' they're making they're taking something beautiful something sweet and putting difficulties in it okay? Does God have guardrails for your wife? Yeah, He has warnings. All right, do not take this guard off. You could lose a finger. That's why they put that guard on some of those things. God will tell you what will guard your heart. God will tell you, but He's still acceptable. Don't focus on that at first. Okay. Don't focus on the safety fixtures. Just enjoy the new car smell. God's love is accessible meaning it's 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 got a low ramp <laughs> no big steps necessary now why is all of this important because when you and I go as his ambassadors and we share Jesus love we need to go in a personal way we need to go and make ourselves accessible to people we we need to be all of these things because Christ is in us. Look what it says here in 1 John 4, 9-12. It says, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. See, it wasn't our love for God that drew him to us. He came to us anyway. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. See, if we love God, it fills us and then people can see Christ Jesus through us. And so we know and we rely on the love of God has for us. That's why every day we go, God, I'm just relying on you. I'm relying on your love to pour into me, to overflowing. And then verse 19, we love because he first loved us. The secret to God's love is, first of all, knowing that he loves you and that he's poured into your life. That's the secret. Being filled every day. Say, God, I'm going into this day because you have raised me up, you've given me life, and here I go. Here I go. Every day... That you are breathing. Any day that you stop breathing, you will probably be with Jesus, if you know Jesus. And so the breath that you have comes from Him. Use it for Him. 1 Corinthians 13 4 through it says, Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy. It does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, love never fails. Boy, that is refrigerator worthy, is it not? Take that and put it in some big print on your refrigerator this week, you may have an opportunity to be reminded There's going to be some guest at the house that are going to say just the wrong thing at the right time. And you need to remember, love is not easily angered. You need to remember, love does not delight in evil. Do not put itching powder in any of their, their beds while they're sleeping at your house. You know what I'm saying? Love, listen, Look at, Listen. this is the key. This is the second key here. The secret of love is showing God's love to others. It's showing God's love to others. This is why. Because when you and I love, it goes out of us and He refills us with more love. It goes out, it changes their life, it impacts them, and it changes the world. And this is the second point about Extraordinary people, extraordinary people are influencers. And the reason they're influencers is because they always approach everybody with love. Love is difficult to resist. That's how God got you here. It was his love. He pursued you and pursued you and pursued you. He overlooked overlooked your flaws. And he said, oh, don't believe that lie. Don't believe that lie. I love you. You're precious. You're mine. You're mine. I designed you. Don't believe the lies. For God so loved the world. Everyone. That includes you. That includes me. Everyone, everyone around you. Everyone. Look to your neighbor and say, you're somebody. See? Every one of us is somebody. If you can just... If you can get up every day with that, oh, baby, you'll run around like my dog, Bo. Infinite energy. He knows he's loved. I keep his cup full every day. And see, God is filling your cup. Now, some of us, we don't want him to fill our cup because we like our cup full of bitterness. Better repent, Okay. Exceptional influence. I believe exceptional influence means servant leadership. What I mean by that is this. We look for ways to serve. We look for ways to love people, to invest in them, to, to believe in them. Look at Matthew sixteen eighteen. This is Peter and, and Jesus having a conversation when Peter finally got, the, got it right that Jesus was the Messiah. And Peter says, now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. He says, Peter, I want you to know something. Now that you know that I'm Messiah, you understand that I am the living God. I am fully human, fully God. I'm just going to pour into you. And nothing now that that reality has come into your life can, can conquer it. No power of evil, no spirit of hell. Nothing can conquer that. Miss part of the show today and want to hear more? Well, you are invited to download and subscribe to Your Next Step on all major podcasting platforms. Now is a great time for us just to stop and pray. You know, we've been thinking about God and His Word, but it's, it's no good if we don't apply it. So let's take a moment and let's pray. Let's invite God into the situation. You know, when we pray, we need to pray for our employers to lead well. So let's do that today. Lord, we we, we thank you that you teach us in your word that we can either love you or we can love mammon. And, and God, we do not want to love mammon. And in our world, we have these, these leaders, these people that employ they are they're big companies and small companies and small businesses and this is our prayer this is our prayer that they would lead well that they would seek you and not money not profit not the bottom line lord our economy right now needs to be transformed and 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 we need leaders people that own businesses that can see through this to help us. Lord, we need people to go back to work and to work well. And so we need these leaders to, to welcome the employees and train the employees, but we need the employees to submit and to work together in this. So Lord, this is what we're praying. We're praying for the leaders of industry, the leaders of businesses, the people that have the power to employ, to be wise and have discernment, Jesus, you talked about the the people that employed people. They went out early in the day, the middle of the day, and late in the day. May the people that have the power to employ go out throughout the day. May we begin to see our businesses flourish under your authority and under your name. We pray that we would begin to see new jobs created and people desire to do their jobs and go to work wholeheartedly and that they would be paid well, that the economy would do well. And so today we pray for the employers to employ well, to set up systems well, and that people would be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me you know, as a pastor, as, as your pastor, I want you to know one of the most powerful things you can do and I can do is pray together. And I'd like for you to begin to join me in prayer every day. And so we've created a free prayer guide, but you have to go to our website, yournextstepnow.com. Give us your email address and you can download the ebook. It's for you, but it's also to begin to grow in prayer. It's the best thing that'll ever happen to you. Go to yournextstepnow.com and give us your email address and get your prayer guide today. This has been Your Next Step, a ministry of The Church Next Door in Columbus, Ohio. We hope this has been an encouragement to you as you seek to have a deeper faith in Christ. If you'd like to hear today's show again or share it with a friend, look for Your Next Step on all major podcasting platforms. We'd love to see you soon at The Church Next Door. Easily find our service times and our app. I'm Pastor Doyle Jackson. Join us again next time for your next step.
0: I believe you're going to find people that have a genuine love for God And a genuine zeal for the truth. You don't have to dress super fancy. It's so lively and it's so much fun and just, you leave like, oh, so refreshed. And I know I keep saying
1: family, but that's what this place is for me. It's family. I'm Doyle Jackson, pastor of The Church Next Door. People keep telling me how good it is to worship God together again. Well, come join us. Visit us online at thechurchnextdoor.org.
0: Stories are a way we relate to one another. It's hard to underestimate their importance. Wessler Media is here to help you preserve those stories that you hold dear. We'll produce a personal podcast, an audio scrapbook, that will preserve those memories for generations to come. Get in touch today. Call toll-free or text 1-833-38-STORY. one 38 story Or visit wesslermedia.com. That's W-E-S-S-L-E-R-Media.com. The production you just heard was carefully crafted at the studios of Wessler Media. For more powerfully engaging podcasts and other audio content, visit wesslermedia.com. Stories of overcoming adversity, intense and unexpected twists and turns, education, encouragement, and plenty of those, did you hear that, moments. Hear more and talk to us about creating your own podcast, from large and detailed projects to smaller, more personal-sized productions. That's wesslermedia.com. W-E-S-S-L-E-R-media.com.